Currents in New York Mills, Verndale, or Motley. Welcome in to the morning sports desk on KWAD. We have Corey joining us. Probably worth mentioning the morning sports desk podcastable. Oh yeah. At WadenaRadio.com. Find all of it. If you want, if me and Corey say something dumb and we pretend that it never happened, you can go back and be like, here you go, dummies. Also via the Podcast One uh, app. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Um, uh, officially, we're officially on demand, CJ. Oh my gosh, that's horrifying for everybody that's into podcasting. It's horrifying. Um, neither of us could get dates in high school, but here we are, more on demand than ever. If you want to hear our thoughts, just just go there. If you want to hear ill-informed thoughts about sports from two average and uh, 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 attracted, attractiveness kind of guys. I, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you what would you rate little... yourself, by the way, <laughs> on a one to ten scale? What do you think? I think I'm like a six and a half. It depends. How am I? How am I feeling? Like, did I get up in the morning? Did I like exercise? Do I feel productive? Or like, is it just I'm laying on the couch all day on a like Saturday? a like a uh, so like a golf handicap? A golf handicap is a representation of your best golf. It's a representation of your best golf. So, golf handicap this thing. What's the what's the representation of the best uh CJ you can put forward on a 1 to 10 scale? See, I feel like my ceiling's got to be like a 6 and a half. Sure. You know, like you know, I'm I'm fine. You know, I'm not going to I'll break mirrors or anything, but I'm not, you know, mirrors aren't definitely happy to see me. I think if I lost 30 pounds i could i could scratch the surface of a seven yeah so arrogant i'm not that good looking i'm not ugly well you know but i'm not that good looking you know i get comp you know i i take that back i get compliments on my face all the time you know in fact i have family members come up to me and tell me i have a perfect face for radio so i don't under you know do you hit them uh I, with love, obviously, because that's a compliment. I don't how, All right. You know. Here, let's do this. Let's just do this really quick. Let's break this down. Let's talk about who's, so like some tens, some tens that exist, like some celebrity tens, right? Like Zac Efron is probably like a 10, right? I mean, prob- yeah, yeah. Like If I, you were to put that sort of Zac Efron classically Brad Pitt, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're talking tens there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, that... That ain't me. No. So if if that's a ten, now we're th- now we're moving into the nine. Okay, maybe the opposite direction. Who's like a one? Uh, who's uh, just like like on the celebrity? Maybe not even a. Yeah, we have to do celebrity because we start naming people we know. Former uh, former Viking St- uh, Stefan Weatherly. Uh, remember when Brian Robinson used to do those 96 questions with the Vikings and he'd go around yeah, yeah. the locker room asking him stupid questions and it was, who would you least want to date your sister? Yeah. And yeah. Stefan Diggs said Stephen Weatherly. Yeah, yeah. And Robinson asked him why and he just started laughing and went, because he's ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do remember that. But, uh, that's a really funny bit. Uh, I, f- I feel good. I feel good about, uh, about like, you know, a six, a six and a half. I don't think that's, I don't think I'm boosting myself up too high. I don't think that's disrespectful. 
Uh, would you say like maybe like a like a like a modern day Steve Buscemi, William Defoe? Those guys aren't sure. Attractive Mick guys. Foley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm. I would. I think I notch in nicely between Zac Efron and Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I think I notch in nicely in between Brad Pitt and the Green Goblin from Spider Man. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who uh, definitely has it going on, you know, good looking and also a good athlete, Clayton Kershaw yesterday, yes, uh, was flirting with greatness. Seven perfect innings. The Twins had absolutely no answers yesterday. No Hold. chance. It was his first start of the season, or second start of the season. Actually, he started on opening day for the Dodgers. Uh, he got pulled after 80 pitches, yeah. uh, leading to, of course, the age-old debate of uh, real baseball guys versus nerds. Um, Corey, where do you stand on that? Um, in this category, I'm a real baseball guy. Yeah, eat it, nerds. Eat it, nerds. Now, uh, if you were to ask me more specifically, do I believe in saving Clayton Kershaw? He's He's not young anymore. No. Is he going to be an important arm for them? Do the Dodgers have some lofty expectations for the season? Blah, 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 blah. 100%. Is he going to be very important for them down the stretch in those games and in September and October? 100%. This was not a no-hitter. This was a perfect game. He had only thrown 80 pitches. He had 13 strikeouts. There were only two more innings. He only needed to get six more outs. You have to let him try. You have to. You have to. Period. Baseball's been around since the Civil War. You have to let him try. You know how many people have perfect games in the history of baseball since the Civil War? Less than 30. Yeah. You have to let him try. Period. And even for a team as historic as the Dodgers, uh, mentioned only the only Dodger to have thrown a perfect game, Sandy Koufax. Uh, so and Clayton Kershaw already has a no hitter. Yes. If it was a no hitter, whatever. Like he already has one in his career. It's still history, but like you can understand the logic. This is a perfect game. You want to know how hard and ran like. Clayton Kershaw is one of the, he's the best pitcher of this generation. He yes. really is. Two, t- ten years ago, Clayton Kershaw, when he was like a, f- he hit all-stars in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, and 2017, missed it in 2018, went back in 2019. The dude is the best pitcher of this generation, and he has never had a perfect game. It's against my favorite baseball team, so I'm glad they pulled him. And I can understand the logic behind, you do need to save his arm. Clayton Kershaw, if you don't count the shortened 2020 season, made the lowest amount of starts in like seven years uh, last season, pitched 120 innings. So like you can see why there's a little trepidation. He's getting older. The Dodgers are making another playoff run. You know, they, it's a very tough division. You can understand why they're saving him. But this is greatness, man. And this is a perfect game that's so random. To get a perfect game, you want to know who has a perfect game? Uh, there was a there was a bit that 2K when they used to do baseball video games. There was a commercial they made for it where it was like Felix Hernandez, Randy Johnson, guys who have thrown perfect games, and it's like Justin Verlander, one of the other greatest pitchers of this generation, mm-hmm. like com- like getting kicked out because he's a, he's one of the greatest pitchers of the generation. 
And they're like, nope, sorry, don't have a perfect game. You know who has thrown a perfect game? Philip Humber. Oh yeah, that's remember right. him? I do remember that. For he he was a part of that. Car, uh, he was a part of the uh, Johan Santana trade for the Twins. Ends up going to the White Sox as like just a nothing arm, and throws a perfect game. That's how random and how lucky you have to be to get one. It doesn't matter how good you are, and the fact that they took that opportunity away from him. It stinks as a fan of baseball. He, I understand the logic, but I don't like it. He at least earned the right to labor a little bit. 80 pitches through seven innings is not laboring at all. Yeah. If he had labored, if he was at 102 pitches, now I can justify it a little more. I still want to liked it, but you can justify it. Um, he was at 80 pitches. If he comes out of that and he's at a hundred and if he's a 24 pitch inning and still has it intact i still think you got to try but now it makes more sense right like he's at 80 pitches it's an unbelievable it's like 11 pitches an inning. <laughs> you have to let him try by the way gary sanchez broke up the uh the no hitter in the eighth inning against the bullpen the very first at bat gary sanchez totally gettable like he's get yeah he's striking out you have to you have to let him try. The second he gets a hit, the second he gives up a walk, now you pull him, and he's still probably going to be under ninety pitches, under a hundred pitches. Like I am all for getting rid of stupid things. Like the Padres got yelled at by everybody, or no, the Padres yelled at the Giants because they bunted with a nine nothing lead. That's far more egregious to baseball than pulling him. I. I, um, there's one of those unwritten rules that apparently you're not supposed to do, which I have a side tangent about that, but that's not important today. Um, you're not supposed to celebrate home runs in baseball. You have to get over, baseball has to get over itself, but there is a faction of baseball in their effort to get over themselves and the old stuffy ways have completely disregarded historical opportunities. And this was one of them, and it's a bummer. 100%. All right, that's it for me. All right, there's one last uh, thing we need to talk about before we finish up. Yes, please. So Derek Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders. Boo. <laughs> Uh, he got a contract extension, thus bringing everybody into the conversation. There's a tweet from an NFL writer. He covers the... Uh, he covers the Raiders, but here's his uh, tweet talking about it. He says all quarterbacks better than Derek, better than and including Derek Carr are probably good. All quarterbacks worse than Derek Carr are probably bad, or are Kirk Cousins. <laughs> wow. So, so Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr are kind of that threshold of if a quarterback's better than them, you need at that level or better, they need to be paid thirty million dollars a year. If any quarterback is worse than that. You don't hit that mark at all. So which leads me to the question, would you rather have Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins for the next three seasons fully guaranteed can't move him? First of all, screw you, CJ. This is an awful question. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, uh, really, really hard. So you and I have talked about Kirk Cousins a lot. Um, I think if you were to take all the quarterbacks of all time, from Tom Brady on the on the on the far end of the spectrum to uh, Christian Ponder, whoever is on who's ever the worst of all time, right? Like within a margin of error of actually 
getting to play. Um, I think Kirk Cousins falls exactly in the middle of that spectrum. I don't think he is great. I don't think he is terrible. I also am not sure that he's good. I'm not sure that he's bad. He just kind of is. He's the center line on this spectrum of quarterbacks. He's an enigma wrapped in a mystery. Yes, that's exactly right. Derek Carr, I have like an opinion about. He's talented and makes a ton of mistakes. But I know who that guy is. I'd rather have that. I'd rather have the guy who I know who he is because you can work with that. I don't know what Kirk Cousins is. He's just there. He's just the 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 fulcrum on the teeter-totter of quarterbacks. That's what he is. So I think I'd rather have Carr. Ick. Thanks for that. <laughs> All right. I'll let you answer that while I leave. Well, you know, I think when you look at uh Kirk Cousins versus Derek Carr. Corey obviously leaning towards Derek Carr. I'll lean in to a little bit more on Kirk Cousins. I'll say that Kirk Cousins has really, I mean, both quarterbacks have had a lot of instability. I'll say Cousins has generated more stats. Uh, he's led the team to uh, the playoffs the same amount of times as Derek Carr in his career. Carr's a little bit more gutsier. He's got a little bit of that more get behind me, I'm going to lead you vibe. I think Kirk Cousins is more talented. So I suppose if I'd have to get saddled with a quarterback for the next three years, like Corey said, you're not really winning a Super Bowl with either quarterback. But I suppose I'll go with what you know. I'll lean towards the Kirk Cousins for the sake of having a disparity between the two. All right, this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, the 14th of April. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, and with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com. Or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500. With available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX. With the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.